wading through the rhetoric in search of the truth. This is Global Top Talkers with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 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 Let's get our Global Talkers in. We've got lots to get through. We've got Bill Kelly, who you can hear on Global News Radio Hamilton 9 to 12, and Mike Stubbs, who you can listen to in London over at Global News Radio at 12 to 3. Hi, guys. Hey, Alex. Let's hey, talk. Are you in your jammies with your kids' uh, Halloween candy, by the way? Well, I, I I would love to be in my jammies right now. Trust me. I would not tell you either. Uh, but the candy is sufficiently hidden. I can't tell you how much I got left. It's crazy. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Justin Trudeau telling a group of young kids uh, on a tour of Parliament Hill how uh, Parliament works. And while he was talking to these kids, I guess someone taped it on a cell phone and said, you know, the opposition parties... We try to be serious and respectful, but the opposition parties like to shout, um, you know, at us. And the bottom line is he clearly forgets how many temper tantrums he has had in Parliament, whether it was calling Peter Kent a piece of you-know-what or, you know, calling the opposition ambulance changes or even running across the floor and hitting an NDP uh, MP staffer in the breast. Take a listen. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Really? Really. Really? Yep. Okay. This is it. <laughs> and then he storms across. That's the kind of respect and uh, uh, smarts he's uh, trying to uh, show there, Bill. I mean, uh, a little bit sanctimonious. Uh, 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 yeah, no kidding. Okay. Uh, uh, here's a uh, spoiler alert to the prime minister. It's all on tape. Okay. Question periods, it's carried live. Okay. We all know what's going on. They all behave like a bunch of kids on, you know, that need Ritalin. All right. And, and, and for him to suggest we're the good guys, they're the bad guys, is not only sanctimonious, it's, it's irreverent and it's, it's an insult to the kids, probably most of whom already know what's going on because they see this on the news every night. Oh, but if they don't, Mike, I mean, hey, what they got came away from in that lesson is that there's a good side and there's a bad side, which is not what you should be teaching kids about politics, because having differences is not a bad thing. It's something you work through or fight for. Yeah. Well, question period is meant for debate. I think this is why control the message exists. And this is why, as much as you might not like it, this is why everybody goes. If, if you, we look back at a past prime minister, Stephen Harper, before he was elected prime minister, he would talk to the media at any time. And then when he got elected prime minister, well, he would, but not at any time. And then all of a sudden it became photo ops only. And this is why it happens. Not that he made any mistakes, because I can't think of one that was that was a major one in public offhand, but just the idea that this could happen. And you can bet that the handlers of the prime minister were looking at this saying, really, this is what we have to deal with now? This is why we're not going to hear him speaking as much in the future, in my opinion. Yeah, look, he didn't know he was being filmed. And it's, look, the, the sky's not falling on it. But again, it's like, why do you gotta, Why do you have to be partisan with a bunch of school kids? It's just... Because it's, <laughs> it's all about controlling the message. Yeah. And that's what these guys are taught to do, whether it's Stephen Harper or Paul Martin or, or Justin Trudeau and whoever is going to be the next one. It's all about control the message. Control, you know, this is what we're going to say. And, and these are our talking points, and we're going to get this across, that we're the good guys, the, uh, the other guys, whoever they might be, are the bad guys. And, and it, it, Mike's absolutely right. It does not help to, to create this, it, I, I think, probably, you know, what we'd like to think is some confidence in our parliamentary system. Yeah, yeah, look, that it, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I want to talk about welfare reform, not that we can do that in, you know, a few minutes, but uh, the Ford government says this will be a big next project, and they will announce this uh, when they deliver their financial update on the 15th of November, and they say their priority is to get people off the cycle of poverty back into the workforce. The opposition are already outraged, despite no details, but certainly Mike, 
there has to be a time when you overhaul and make it work better or make sure it's streamlined, no? Well, if you look at the numbers, I think this is the time and this one is as good as any. But here's the thing. What is the strategy going to be? The problem that we've always had with things like social assistance is you have the people who need it. You have the people who are in a position where they absolutely need it. And then you also have the people who are using the system for their gain. And the problem is you can't tell the difference between the two easily. And that's where if you come in and and you cut a big swath, you've got to be careful because you're going to include some people who maybe need that assistance. And we saw the Mike Harris government go hard at it. I'm interested to see what that announcement's like next Thursday. Yeah, 960,000 people get assistance either through uh, Disability or Ontario Works. And that's a lot of money, it's, you know, $10 billion a year. Um, and, and the minister on this, which is uh, who is Lisa McLeod, says people will be pleasantly surprised. I expect it's not going to be people getting cut off. I expect they're going to streamline the services, like maybe automate it. I mean, look, I, I, there's a lot of bureaucracy that can be. Alex, I hope so. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because we saw what happened, as Mike said, under the Harris, and just said, you know what, I think 35% of the people are scamming the system. Well, that was BS, and we know that. Uh, and, you know, 78% of the people that are on social assistance are already working. They're, they just they have jobs that don't pay enough to pay this, so that's why they're on this. And some of them are on ODSP where they can't work at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to look at this strategically and say, look, let's try to, you know, Mr. McLeod said, look, we're going to try to help the people that need help and do this. I, I'm going to take her at a word for right now. I'm, 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 I'm very skeptical, but I'm going to say, okay, new government, let's, let's clean the slate. Maybe you guys have come up with the policy because, frankly, for the last 35 years, every government that's been in power has screwed this this file up. I hope these guys have got a better idea. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see uh, how they're going to do it. So we'll wait for that announcement. Um, I'm a little surprised by the numbers, but the Ontario Ombudsman getting more than a thousand complaints about uh, the cannabis store. Um, I wish they cared that much to complain about other big issues that are going on in this province. But Mike, did we all did we all actually believe the system would be perfect in in two weeks and? Should the government be, you know, really making sure everyone gets their pot? <laughs> well, you know what? The three of us spend an awful lot of time getting opinions yeah. from people, either by <laughs> way of interviews or by way of calls. And I think that was an opinion that was was expressed across the board that, hey, you know, the the problems that the police officers are going to face on the streets, the problem that the people who want to go out and buy this legally are going to face because there was no perfect system to set up. There was no way to say, okay, we've got everything ready because you don't know what you're going to face. And maybe they weren't ready for the onslaught that comes. I think right now, drug dealer one, two, and three are still safe in their in their uh, in their business. Yeah, and and those filing complaints, I'm sure, Bill Kelly, they have probably the guy that they go down the street and probably pick it up in 20 minutes. But are they just complaining to complain? Because I get the sense that this is a brand new economy. It's going to take a while for it to to start flowing. I think perfectly. The biggest problem we have here is the government set an arbitrary date and said this is where it's going to happen, the feds, and they did mean, yeah. not have yeah. their ducks in a yeah. row. Yeah. So now all of a sudden the province and mm-hmm. municipalities, mm-hmm. Yep. you know, whether it's London, Toronto, Hamilton, all of us, you know, we're, yeah, Mike, you've heard this in London, I know I've heard it in Hamilton, I know you have in Toronto, Alex, There's uh, the, the police and everyone else is saying, yeah. I don't know how to do this. You know, <laughs> we've got so many loopholes right now. Why, the heck, why did you do this so soon? They didn't, hey, that's right. They just set a date and said, okay, let's shoot for this, and they're not ready. And, and as a result, 
that no wonder there's chaos. Yeah, and it's nice for the feds because they can say, well, we did our bit, it is, yeah. but, the, but it really is the provinces <laughs> and municipal. hands and say, We're, okay, it's off our hands now. Yeah, I can't say I'm getting too excited about folks not getting their pot, like, immediately, because I just know that there's so many other sources. They'll be just fine. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm not anti-pot, okay? Hey, guys, i got to leave it there. Thank you. As always, thanks. That is Bill Kelly night. and uh, Mike Stubbs. You can hear Bill, of course, uh, Global News Radio Hamilton. And Mike, you can listen in London. Always a good conversation.